Welcome to Intro to X. This podcast is out there. I am FBI Director Robin, and I'm joined by my special agents... Tammy. Brad. Matt. Mel. Yes, we have uh, two guests this week, because, you know, couples come in twos, and... <laughs> It's the second episode, so it made sense, I guess. Claire bailed already, people. That's true. There is a missing voice. There is a Less of a European flavor on this episode. <laughs> Those military guys got her. <laughs> the men in black, yeah. yeah. But no, apparently she's uh, passed out from eating at the flying saucer. So, <laughs> she pulls her. <laughs> The uh, X-File we are opening today is for Season 1, Episode 2, Deep Throat. And we'll start with a 60-second plot summary. And since I don't have my randomizer open, I'm just going to point at Brad. Go, Bruce. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. So this is Deep Throat. There's a guy. He's from the military. He's got, like, a crazy rash or something. He's bored himself in the house. So the military is going to break in and get him, I guess. He's taken away, and now his wife can't get hold of him. So three months later, they, she sends a thing to the FBI. They're like, hey, where's my husband? Um, Mulder and Scully are like, let's get in on this. Scully's like, why? This seems boring as fuck. Mulder's like, yeah, but there's UFOs around there, I guess. There's a creepy guy in the bathroom that tells them, stay away from this. It could be dangerous, even though it's not. It's just really boring. They go. They see a bunch of aliens on UFO things. There's Seth Green. He's a crazy drunk. Druggy and uh, they watch UFOs. Mulder gets taken. There's a crazy scheme, and uh, then they get Mulder back. It remains boring at the end. <laughs> uh, Agreed. That was 46 seconds. Wow, nice. There go. There's a lot of stuff to be summarized in this episode. I'm surprised that you were able to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's uh, move. Well, actually, before we get into the episode debriefing, I should ask Matt and Mel: Are you newbies to the X Files? Or I am. I'm not. Oh, I'm not like an expert or anything. Yeah. I just I give saw us a percentage. It, I saw it when I was 14, like okay. when it first came out. So that was quite a while ago. But how much of it? How much of it? Mm. Most, well, some of it. You kept up it. with it the whole. Not the whole time. Okay. I didn't see the movies. Mm. I didn't see the end. Of oh. the series. That's one thing I have seen. Maybe like the first five seasons I've seen. Yeah. I've yeah. seen the movies and not the series. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we're well rounded out between us. <laughs> well, of course you're gonna be keeping up with it now. Yep. So mm. I'm just gonna say you're you are. Uh, hey, I watched Twin Peaks for you, so Hooray. again. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So I'm we're not watching Inland Empire though. No. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into the episode debriefing. We start off in uh, southwest Idaho, where the uh, military police are storming the house of Colonel Robert Budahas. I like that name. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> a good name. <laughs> I kept thinking Du Duhas. <laughs> There's so many questions just in the opening. I think I watched it four times. <laughs> One. Yes. Okay. One, what the hell is this bitch wearing? <laughs> Budahas or his wife? Oh, we're not there yet, but Budahas wasn't wearing much. Oh, you mean? Oh, she was outside. There yet. I forgot. First Sorry. forty-five seconds. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you want us to comment on the SWAT team and the SWAT team only, Robin? <laughs> no, no, I forgot she was outside. Uh, yeah, I was going to comment on why she didn't give him give them the key to the house. 
Exactly. Why they break open her door for no reason? <laughs> Why does he have a rash? It's so gross. Why does the show have to show me gross things all the time? I thought this. Yeah, I thought this episode was going to be about some strange, like alien disease, and that would have been exciting. <laughs> but apparently, like they cleared that up. They just kidnapped him and slapped some lotion on him, and he's fine. <laughs> well, uh, four months later in Washington D.C., this is when the case finally hits. Uh, uh, Mulder's desk and uh, Mulder's back up, back up. Good. <laughs> we have not talked about the opening credits. Oh yes, the first sign of the opening credits. Go ahead. They're shitty. <laughs> They're awful. <laughs> They're iconic. The They're so there. good. <laughs> do you like the? Do you like the? There's a part where there's this guy's face who's like stretched out as he's <laughs> screaming. That's Chris Carter, <laughs> the creator of the X Files. Huh, that's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that what he looked like when he saw the opening credits the first time? <laughs> <laughs> I have good memories of those credits, though. <laughs> I hope they change as we go on. <laughs> no, they won't. Oh, no. no. <laughs> hey, spoilers. Uh- <laughs> yeah. yeah, spoiler. Spoil- credit I spoiler. Like, I remember seeing the opening credits before, and I don't remember them being this bad. And what the hell is that thing um, right before Mulder's ID shows up? Are, are those testicles? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I really got to pay attention. Yeah, I have to look at <laughs> I didn't notice. I don't believe I saw testicles or anything. Look, there's like the screaming face. Maybe it's just like for a blip. It's like subliminal. Testicles. And then it says paranormal activity, and there's these two little orb things, and like, yeah, like what the hell is that? It's paranormal activity of some sort. <laughs> Ghost <laughs> testicles. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, they're in this bar. They're. Mulder's uh, telling Scully about the Budhas case. And yeah, this is just like, it's like a typical X-File. Like, somebody's already gone in, investigated, you know, threw it under the rug, and then then Mulder, Mulder catches wind of it. It's got the uh, paranormal bouquet. <laughs> yeah. is, is Mulder's hair going to get bigger and bigger every episode? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it was really up there this week. <laughs> Scully's outfit is better this episode, though. It's less Murphy brownish. (laughs) (laughs) Still got the shoulder pads, but they're not as big. Mm. It's not as crazy. No. And I didn't understand why drinking at two was a bad thing. (laughs) It's not. Ever. It's three and I'm drinking. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Uh, And then Mulder gets accosted in a bathroom. Uh, (laughs) Hooray! (laughs) (laughs) Finally some action. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man uh, but yeah this guy uh, goes by the uh, name of Deep Throat at least that's what we know him as he's not actually ever called Deep it's Throat it's Mark Felt episode. what's that? it's Mark Felt it's Mark Felt <laughs> but yeah he says that they need to drop the case still a lot of work ahead for Mulder but yeah and Mulder said what? So <laughs> really crazy overacting. <laughs> so who who is this guy and what is I thought FBI I don't know much about your country guys but I thought the FBI was the the top Balky law enforcement. Well, so who's above the FBI? Um well no one is above the law as we learned from <laughs> Steven Seagal. <laughs> but who has the right to tell the FBI to back out? Mysterious men. Oh, okay. That explains it. <laughs> we, have, yeah. we have the FBI. I believe this isn't the CIA. Like the FBI is internal, CIA is external. Right. And then we have theoretically, of course, everything's changed now since uh, September 11th. <laughs> <laughs> now everything's fucked up, so it doesn't matter anymore. But 93—that's the way it worked. <laughs> this is before the Patriots took over. The uh, the mystery men are above the CIA. 
And then <laughs> okay, maybe they're above the executive. I don't know. Why is he telling him to stay out of this case? This is the most boring case on the planet. <laughs> you think that might be related? I don't know. They're investigating it because it's no longer under investigation. And I just assume that's because they're about to let him come home. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, the military has given the FBI the secret heads up. Hey, by the way, we're letting this guy go, so stop investigating this. Wouldn't that make all the sense? I, I guess, but if that that's... that's Basically, Walter and Scully are dealing with the fact that there's this woman who's terrified, doesn't know where her husband disappeared to after the military took him away. So... It's- exactly. But then why would they? Why would this mystery guy have to come and say, stay away from this case, it's too dangerous? Because uh, in in looking for this uh, this missing pilot, there you know they could stumble upon you know what they're doing over at Ellen's Air, Air Force Base. Don't you think that Mulder's going and hanging out at UFO hotspots like every weekend? Does it matter <laughs> yes. if he's investigating? <laughs> I don't think he has a social life. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, and I di- again, yeah, I didn't understand because he tells Scully he's like he's taking her to this bar to tell her about the case. And she even says, why can't you just show this to me at work? And I didn't understand that either, because everyone knows he's working on weird cases. <laughs> so why couldn't he tell her because at the office? Because this isn't a weird case, and he didn't want to lose his rep. <laughs> <laughs> and the walls have eyes at work. I guess. Well, apparently the bathrooms do, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, at uh, FBI headquarters, Scully is researching through the microfiche, and uh, she comes up upon this uh, Ellen's Air Force Base article and. She's like, oh, here we go. This is what it's about. (laughs) (laughs) So she calls Mulder and they have to hang up because there's some clicking on the phone. Yeah, the most obvious tapped phone ever. (laughs) Somebody's not good at their job. (laughs) Yeah. And he's literally outside the window. (laughs) It'd be hilarious if you heard the click and you heard the guy say, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's funny in the article there they the staff writer is C Carter if you look at it <laughs> mostly but yeah Chris Carter likes putting his birthday in there putting his name in there he's it's his own show so I guess narcissist he wants, so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we go to uh, Idaho and uh, Mulder and Scully visit Mrs Budahas and uh, yeah this yellow house that they visit is actually the yellow house that. Uh, Frank Black lives in the uh, Chris Carter show Millennium, which is coming. Uh-huh. I don't think we'll be covering up, but maybe somebody else will jump on that. And it's also the house of uh, the star of the Secret Circle show. <laughs> Never heard of that one. So, yeah, Bob's been missing. He had some rashes, starts getting a taste for fish food. He yells at the kids. He yells at the kids. Who wouldn't? Those kids just look rambunctious and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the two quietest kids ever. <laughs> There's something wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst marriage ever. <laughs> and to make uh, things seem even more crazy, we go visit the uh, McLennans. And Verla thinks this is normal. This is, <laughs> this is what we deal with. This is what we have to accept for having a test pilot as a husband. Fuck mm-hmm. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the military. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Fuck shitty marriages. <laughs> it begins. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what would you guys think of uh, Mr. McLennan pulling his hair out, making little fly, fly, fly fishing? Again, not, not, gross. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <Expos>. <laughs> Gotta have a hobby. I guess. 
he was making use of it in his fly fishing things, though, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't going to waste. I guess. What do you do with your hair? That's so useful. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. So Scully thinks this is stereotypy, which is something that people who've had psychotic breaks suffer from. Mm. Thinks maybe uh, these pilots are just washed up. Um, and, uh, yeah, getting no response from the military, they end up ambushing Colonel Kissel at his home and uh, meet yeah. meet Paul Mosinger. The journalist that was hiding in the bushes? Yes. I didn't know where he came from. He was just out of nowhere. I thought he was going to be on their side at first. I even wrote, reporter seems helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly helpful. <laughs> it sends them right where all the wackos go, which is at the Flying Saucer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have LaDonna there selling uh, UFO picks. And yeah. How many, how many of those do you own, Robin? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, this is the, probably the point in time when I should bring up my UFO picture closet that I keep. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's underneath the stairs. I'm running out of <laughs> order. <laughs> but yeah, Mulder buys one. Scully thinks he's a sucker. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls one on Scully. He's like, hey, I, you're the sucker. I've got a map to this Air Force base that doesn't exist on the maps. <laughs> Scully wants none of this UFO nonsense in this episode. She, no. I, I found she was a bit better at being a, a proper skeptic this time. Mm-hmm. A yeah. little little bit better. <laughs> he's going to give her $20 to buy the photo and bribe her to give him a, a map to the Air Force base. Is it that hard to find the Air Force base? I don't know. I, are there Air Force bases that are not on maps? I would suppose the secret ones aren't. But yeah, we're, there's. But everybody knows about them. Yeah. Yeah, and why don't you just follow where the planes came from? Exactly. But <laughs> you hear the noise. Yeah. And they're already gone, so you can't uh, follow the planes. Just saying. <laughs> well, you look up, and it's it's pretty easy. You don't have to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> stream of clouds. Follow the stream of uh, vapor. <laughs> yeah. Back to the pot of gold. <laughs> Um, so outside the gates of this Air Force base, uh, Scully's pissed off that uh, Mulder's here looking for UFOs. She ends up falling asleep in the car, and she's woken up by a sonic boom that destroys the back window of the car. It was only 9 o'clock at night. I couldn't believe she fell asleep in the car. <laughs> it was a pretty boring few hours, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, what was in that burger? You should be surprised she's not sleeping through the entire episode. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> think it was that they're on a missing persons case, and they're going off to look for UFOs. <laughs> I think she should put up a, a bit more of a fight about it. <laughs> but yeah, Mulder pulls her to the top of the hill to see these uh, two lights flying around. And uh, yeah, Chris Carter says this is some of the one of the worst effects we've ever done. We look <laughs> back on it kind of like a high-tech Pong game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how I'm not sure how much better you can do dancing lights really though. Yeah. I thought it looked fine. It looked okay to me. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> There's just lights I'm not, in the sky. I'm not picky about mm. UFO effects, I guess, mm. unless you can I don't know, actually see the Well, UFO. it's good to hear that they get better from here though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this helicopter pulls up. They're running after these two kids. They're running after Mulder and Scully. Mulder and Scully catch them up, catch up with them and uh take them to this diner. And yeah, we meet uh Emil and Zoe. Mm. Did, you guys, yeah. did you guys love the crazy uh, synth getaway chase music there? <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably hear it on this podcast, actually. <laughs> 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 
Uh, <laughs> uh, when they like, took them to the diner, did it say it was 5.02 a.m.? So did they have these kids for like nine hours? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did they lose? Did they lose time? Is that what? Happened? <laughs> you can't lose time. It's a universal invariant. <laughs> oh, Let's not forget that they pulled a gun on these kids. By the way, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that was extreme. <laughs> this guy's a like the Seth Green character. He's a worse teenager stereotype than than any of the ones on Buffy. <laughs> I think he's great. I think he's the best yeah. character in this episode. Oh, he is. He's hilarious. But I mean, it's just so 90s. <laughs> I have a fun theory about them when I we get to the end, but um <laughs> um yeah, so they 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 sneak through the hole to, you know, blaze up and watch some lights in the sky and have even seen bombs drop. <laughs> what? <laughs> They just fall from the sky. They don't explode. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they tell them about the yellow base and all that. And we see uh, how the aircraft actually moves in the sky. Yeah, via hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> Best way to illustrate things. And they pull the. They pull that that classic turn of phrase. It doesn't look like this. It looks exactly like this. <laughs> <laughs> Best line of the episode. <laughs> And, the one thing is that, like, with, like, the shitty, uh, um, bad lights moving in the sky, they don't look anything like the triangle UFO <laughs> or, like, the slow-moving thing that everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. Maybe those were the real aliens, Brad. Oh, that explains it. The real <laughs> ones. Seems like people are just throwing geometric shapes in the air and hoping <laughs> that people will take pictures of them. <laughs> throwing them? I don't know. Well, they they kind of look... Yeah, they look a little like paper airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys see that it was actually Paul Mosinger in the car outside? Did you not mm-hmm. know that he was Redbird yet? Mm-mm. No, I didn't notice. <laughs> I, just, I just heard him say he was Redbird. <laughs> yeah, but Scully thinks they were high. and um, Yeah. <laughs> really? I wonder why. <laughs> and we have a nice little argument about, you know, hey, I mean, Mulder tries to compare it to Roswell pictures, saying that this, this could have been aircraft that was brought from Roswell, and they've made military aircraft out of it. I have Where a- the hell did that come from? <laughs> well, the pictures look alike. Well, but he says this is one of those sites that a lot of people think that the Roswell alien stuff was sent to. What? That is a jump in logic that I don't think you're allowed to make. It's one of the six. <laughs> there are six of them. One of six. Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't. He does the research. I don't. So. I know where we're going for the next five episodes. <laughs> Deep Throat Part 2, coming up yeah. next episode. <laughs> Guys, you should stay away from this place. This is the second most dangerous place you could go. Don't go there. <laughs> next week, this is the third most dangerous place you could go. <laughs> this is the sixth and final most dangerous place you could go. Um, now they get all the pieces. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, I hate when shows do that. You're like, oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, I don't... It, well, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not to say, but we're not going to go to the other five bases looking for <laughs> things. Over not the yet. <laughs> Maybe one a season? I don't know. <laughs> well, but yeah, Scully says uh, just because she can't explain the light she saw doesn't mean that she thinks to be UFOs. Bravo. <laughs> they, bicker, they bicker an awful lot during this episode. They sound like an old married couple. <laughs> Already? Maybe that's where the chemistry comes from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, my wife and I argue this much, and <laughs> tell you it's just oozing off us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The hotness. Yep. 
<laughs> so back at the hotel, we find out that Bob Budahas is home. So they go to the to the Budahas residence, and Mrs. Budahas looks at him. Doesn't think that Bob is her husband. It's not that she just doesn't think that that's her husband. She is terrified. She never explains why she doesn't no. think it's her husband. Not at all, unless she drilled him about pilot questions. Yeah, that's all that was apparently erased. So unless he like spent all day every day talking about his pilot shit, and then he got home and it just didn't mention it, and that, <laughs> that was her tip off. No, Matt, it didn't feel like her husband. No. Didn't, you didn't know, her. inside her heart, she didn't feel like her husband. <laughs> Maybe he was, I mean, he was kind of like sitting there in his, you know, his Packers sweatshirt, you know, enjoying, I don't know, it looked like he was enjoying a puzzle or something like that. <laughs> he was building a model plane. Oh, okay. Which, after four months away from home, the first thing you do is sit down and build a model plane. <laughs> See? Things aren't right. <laughs> Worst marriage ever. <laughs> and uh, outside, we have an argument about whether or not people can get their brains rewired. Government can do that. Mulder thinks if they can fly UFOs, they can rewire brains. Of course. Those are two <laughs> things that go together. So, uh, yeah. On the drive back to the hotel, looks like, they're, they think that's when they get ambushed by the men in black. Wearing straight ties. It was like, are they really the men in black? That's true. It's just in my, men in dark suits and sunglasses. They're yeah. Agents. And they weren't all, even all wearing sunglasses. I was a little disappointed. This whole show takes place in the Matrix, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they're real agents. It's mm. almost as boring as the Matrix. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, the, the, they seize their evidence and they give Mulder a nice kidney punch. Ooh. Time to get out of town. Scully's checking on the license plates. And, uh, yeah, one of them is CC 1356. See, Chris Carter, born on the 13th of October, 1956. Man, this guy is full of himself. <laughs> oh, the fuck down, Carter. <laughs> uh, Mulder's like, hey, those, that helicopter wasn't after those kids. It was after us. And uh, they returned Buddha Haas. They want us to get out of here. And Scully thinks that the government has the right to keep secrets. And they should get no. out of here. No, I don't agree with Scully. <laughs> Didn't she say earlier, and I'm going to bring it up uh, as my uh, questionable quote, the government is not above the law. They cannot withhold information. Yep. Yeah, they do all the time, and you just gave them permission now, too. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. She contradicts herself. Questionable quote of the episode. <laughs> I agree with the questionable quote of Scully, <laughs> but I don't agree with Scully. <laughs> and, like, why is this a secret? Why do we need to have a secret that we have super awesome technology? Mm, the Ruskies. <laughs> yeah, but it would be one thing if it was competitive super secret tech, but this is tech that's, like, above and beyond. This is the kind of thing that you're like, yeah, we've got this crazy thing. Yeah, let's just go, let's just go wipe them off the map right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, but, like, the way the fucking government likes to threaten with their crazy tech. Mm. Yeah. This is so big and crazy and off the wall. If you had this, you would just be showing it off. Yeah. Well, this government on this show is keeping the secret, so <laughs> I don't say. This government is more ridiculous than our own. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Mulder takes off, and Emil and Zoe show Mulder the uh, secret entrance to the gate there. Apparently the yellow base is like 10 miles off, and did we tell them about the landmines? Zoinks. <laughs> and junk. Landmines and junk. <laughs> What is the junk? Do we ever know? It's no. The stuff in the, in the, in the, Boards with rusty nails. It's the stuff in the... Uh, Bear traps. It's the stuff in the credits <laughs> after the paranormal activity thing. Just, you know, <laughs> junk. 
don't go past the edge of the tall weeds. Yep. I like that as a direction. <laughs> and we actually see the tall weeds turn into yeah. smaller weeds. Like they mowed it perfectly for the scene. It's a good bit of continuity there. Uh, <laughs> Did they say it was like 14 miles out? They said it was 10 miles out, yeah. Don't ever go there. Again, Mulder's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go? Yeah, so Mulder goes to the base and waits for nightfall. When uh turns night, he's out there walking around, and a UFO flies over him. His whole disco life is, UFO. His whole life, <laughs> life has been justified. There you go. <laughs> but then he forgets. <laughs> no! no! Yeah, he gets... UFO, like, I don't know, puts a light on him, maybe scans him, or just says, hey, he's here. Yeah. (laughs) Mildly inconveniences his eyeballs. (laughs) And the uh, classic Charlie's Throne and Prometheus thing is here. They just, he just runs straight forward as the vehicles (laughs) are chasing him. (laughs) Yeah, instead of into the bushes, yeah. (laughs) Sorry for bringing up Prometheus. It's, it's, it's like he thinks that all the running he's been doing is going to save. Yeah, is going to save him from these cars <laughs> chasing him down. Yeah. <laughs> running that could make you you know outrun a vehicle i don't know maybe if you ran into the weeds yeah (laughs) Yeah. run to the side but yeah the mps grab him and sedate him and next morning the the scully's trying to call out and none of the phones are working at the hotel yeah we see Mulder being brought through a hangar and you see something some shapes behind plastic Um, there's so many so many people in on this secret you would never be able to silence them all there's like that that is a bustling base (laughs) What did he see that that's so exciting that they have to, like, scramble his memories? It's a UFO. UFO, right above him. Yeah, but so what? He's one crazy guy that everyone always thinks is crazy. (laughs) What doesn't matter if he sees one flying ship? They don't want to give him the satisfaction of actually seeing it for real. (laughs) Yeah, they're a ticket. It's personal. Yeah. (laughs) Such a waste. And, uh, yeah, Scully's heading back to her room, and there's Paul waiting at the door. And her gun's inside the room. She hears his radio key up in his car. And so we have a little bit of uh, jumping in the car, grabbing his gun. I kind of enjoyed that. <laughs> that was about the only excitement that I, I got out of it. Yeah. I just I she, understand- she went to the eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just didn't understand, like, okay, so she got in the car, she locked the door, she looked for the keys, she can't find the keys. So obviously he has the keys. So why did he bust the window in? <laughs> why didn't he just unlock the door and get to her? <laughs> Because you wanted some action. He's always wanted I, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in this town has, like, really great insurance to replace exploded windows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, did Seth Green and his, his girlfriend have to, like, sit on broken glass in the car? <laughs> did they have time to clean that up? <laughs> well, they had to get out of there in a, in a hurry, so I would suppose they did, yeah. Or they why all did sat they up front. Drive up? I didn't understand why they were there. <laughs> oh, when they rolled up? Here? Yeah. Yep. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe they thought that Mulder, you know, they're like, uh-oh, Mulder's going to run into some landmines. We better go <laughs> tell Scully. Oh, we'll wait till morning. Uh, Let's go watch the show. I'm a little tired. I want to go smoke one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's conveniently go roll up and tell her that where Mulder is. <laughs> <laughs> and Scully threatens uh, Mosinger with the power of the press. <laughs> We go back to Mulder, and they're putting an eye drop in his eye. Then we go to outside the gates. Scully's pulling off a hostage exchange. You know what? I have a theory, guys. Maybe what happened was that Mulder looked up, the UFO blinded him, 
and now the military's trying to help Mulder regain his sight. Ah, oh, the cure to blindness. <laughs> because you know when oh. he was running in a straight line? It's because he couldn't see <laughs> <laughs> I think you've solved this episode. Yes. <laughs> uh, we had them all pegged wrong. I know. <laughs> we accidentally blinded this guy with our blind, our new blinding tech. Now we gotta fix him. It's the responsible thing to do. <laughs> yeah, so Mulder's looking a little worn. and uh, <laughs> He's not looking worn. He looks like a toddler that doesn't know where he is. <laughs> Very confused. Paul says, you're the ones who've acted inappropriately. Yeah. Is that from, I thought that was from something, that line. Like, we're not the bad guys. You are the ones. I don't know. Maybe it's you alone. Yeah, I don't know. From the big book of weird cliches? Yeah, maybe. It's just it's been a lot of stuff. I don't know. But yeah, Moldy can't remember how he even got there. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, Mrs. Budahas won't talk to them, so Scully says, "They let's get out of here. After they hear Mr. Budahas yelling at his kids <laughs> or yelling out the door, and I was like, oh, good, he's back to being an asshole. I guess he's back. <laughs> Meanwhile, she still can't dress herself. Exactly. <laughs> she dresses like a 1940s housewife. It's horrible. <laughs> She's a Ruth Fisher. He, make, he makes her wear those things. Yeah, like, I was going to say, she also gets punched like a 1940s housewife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Scully types her report, and we see that uh, X-File 101364. <laughs> Arf. Close. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, we have a little voiceover here at the end where she's telling the reports, and this is uh, from complaints from Fox who wanted... More closure at the end of these episodes. They felt that the viewers are going to be confused after watching and must have at least a slight idea of what's going on. <laughs> I still didn't know what was going on. <laughs> she we don't know it. anything more than when we came. Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> our closure. Cool. And uh, we have Mulder jogging and he meets up with Deep Throat. He's trying to retrain himself for, <laughs> the, next, for the next Jeep. The next Jeep. This is how I run in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it in pants, not in gross shorts. <laughs> oh my god, Men do not wear shorts. That'd be hilarious since he forgot that he ever saw the UFO. If he goes back there next week, goes out on the runway, they start chasing him, and he starts running in circles this time instead of this race. <laughs> Still misses the bushes, just runs in a circle over and over. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> But yeah, Deep Throat says, you know, hey, I can only provide information, but only if it's in the interest of truth. And that's what I'm interested in, whatever, right? Says they're probably in danger. Mulder wonders if the aliens are here. Mr. Mulder, they've been here for a long time. I was waiting for him to say that he was one and, like, reveal himself as an alien. Ah! Runs in circles, runs in circles, runs in circles. Uh, okay, so a uh, couple of bits of trivia at the end of this episode that I want to share with you guys. Uh, assistant art director Clyde Klotz, which this is his uh, first episode that he ever works on, and six months later he ends up marrying Gillian Anderson. Boom. What? what? That's crazy. Job perks. <laughs> this is the first episode with Mark Snow as composer, and of course with the theme and everything like that. That's Mark Snow's uh, composition. Com- composition. All right, so that's the end of debriefing, and we'll move on to... uh, Do you guys want to do Monster Runway this week? (laughs) Is there a monster? UFO. 
I was gonna say, is it the government? Is it the UFO? I didn't know who it was. <laughs> I, I rated the UFO. I was I was gonna write it off last week, and then I, I was, then we <laughs> came up with the the leaves. Well, let's do the UFO. UFO. Okay. Okay. So uh, scariness of the UFO. Not at all scary. Yeah. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. It just causes your your eyes mild discomfort or blinds <laughs> you. Blind. Yeah. I like the disco lighting when it first came up, and it was like all different kinds of lights, and but it wasn't scary. It was more fun. So, are you viewing it as scariness from like watching it on TV, or scariness as in like in Mulder's place? Like if, if you zoomed up in front of you, you wouldn't be scared at all. <laughs> I guess I would be scary. <laughs> It's a big ship. It's, like it's, it's nothing you've ever seen before. I'd be a little freaked out. <laughs> Robin, you were scared of swirling leaves, so <laughs> yeah, I would be scared of swirling leaves too. Yeah. All right. So the creativity of uh, this UFO. UFOs are not an original monster. <laughs> <laughs> the creativity segment is like you know how creative the monster actually was. So not not what how creative were the writers and coming up with the character of the monster. So how creative so, do you think the UFO was in doing it? <laughs> oh, it just UFO? blinds people. I, I think that's kind of boring. Yeah. I think it should be something better. Yeah. Like put on a scary mask. Definitely a little funny. <laughs> <A> UFO. <laughs> <laughs> what if it disguised itself as a Starbucks and you went inside and, oh no, I'm in a UFO! <laughs> and finally, the sex appeal. It's, it was uh, sleek. Yeah, it's sleek. It's symmetrical. It's blind. It's very thin. <laughs> I'm just going to say what we're all thinking. I would fuck that UFO. (laughs) (laughs) So beautiful. (laughs) What if it was a pink triangle? Just saying. Okay, so uh, inappropriate comments aside, uh, Mulder and Scully, we figure out who won. Segment that is stolen directly from Jack. I think Mulder won. Oh, right. Scully didn't get mind raped. Yeah, but Mulder lost his vision, got to see a UFO, got his vision returned to him, got to go on an adventure, a hike. He got to go running. He got to meet questionable fellows in a bathroom, which some people are into that. I guess. But Scully got to, like, poke some guy's eye out. She got to, like... Mm. Scully had a boring weekend, got attacked. It's true. I mean, I guess again, her report, her field report, is inconclusive yet again. Yeah, I mean, I come down on the side of Scully because she kicked, she kicked some ass this episode. She didn't she didn't get her mind erased. She she shot down all of Mulder's theories pretty effectively. Mm-hmm. I, I thought she won, but me too. Mm-hmm. You guys think what you want? I think she had a boring week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the next uh, thing is field reports. I guess we're kind of tied on Mulder versus Scully, so... Are we? It's just me, I think. Oh, is it just you? All right, Scully wins. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we have some emails. John actually sent one for last week's episode, so why don't we hit that first? Uh, Quick observations. One, David Duchovny's acting is much better now. Is it? Is it? Was bland. <laughs> I think he means like like from from the pilot to now current oh. day. Oh, okay. In which case it has to be. 
Hmm. <laughs> does it? Okay, anyway. Sorry. Yeah, it's true. He had nothing. Uh, two, no one that works for the FBI does that much investigating. Trust me. In real life, they would only investigate an alien abduction case if a local agency already solved the case, proved the aliens were real, interrogated aliens, and received a complete signed confession from said aliens about their dastardly plans for the invasion, probing, and enslavement of humankind. Otherwise, they're absolutely damned useless. Sorry, venting a bit. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Three, I don't really miss the 1990s that much. Four, I can't wait until season five one. Never mind. Later, John. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, we have something from uh, Paul Mackey. This is, says this is a uh, voicemail following the pilot episode. No spoilers. So here we go. All right, guys. Well, I'm not actually going to talk about the episode that you're uh, discussing right now because I'm just going to talk about the episode that you already recorded, the actual episode of intro to X that you recorded previously. Alright, so first off, uh, mosquitoes are available in Oregon, plenty of them, and then there's also uh, mosquitoes in Minnesota, where I live, and, and I've even seen mosquitoes in Alaska, so uh, they're definitely everywhere. And the mosquitoes in Alaska, particularly large, like uh, hummingbird size, possibly not literally, but, uh, you know, I don't overuse that word. Uh, secondly, oh, you know, yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs up for the, uh, the Reefer Madness, the musical. That's awesome, awesome movie. And, you know, Kristen Bell and Dominatrix gear. Yes, mistress. All right. Um, thirdly, uh, there's the, uh, the, the expression of, uh, of shooting your wad, which is, you know, you, you said you didn't want to be coarse about things, but it's not coarse at all. It's, it's a muzzle-loading term. Pack in a charge of powder, and then you pack in some wadding, and then if you accidentally discharge the powder at that point, then you're shooting your wad, but not actually shooting the ball, which would be loaded in on top of the, the wadding. So, you know, not coarse term at all. And then lastly, um, uh, there's uh, the matter of uh, uh, naming your kid Badger, or, or no, what, what was it? Badger? No, Fox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't say it's Fox. Say hi, Fox. <laughs> so, anyways, um, I will uh, talk to y'all later. Paul Mackey from my uh, kitchen. Out. That was really informative. <laughs> He's got all the facts. Mackey facts. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, uh, I have one from Ina here. Uh, she says, "Hi." Insert cool group name here. Uh, you know, we don't all have to have. Gag's names, I'm just saying. Um, but to, <clears throat> email reads Great pilot episode, you guys. I enjoyed it a lot and look forward to keep watching the show with you. You pointed out some pretty hilarious stuff in the episode, so keep the snarky comments coming, please. And Robin, you were so adorable with your X Files scrapbook. <laughs> Add that in yourself, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Signed, Chris Carter. Now, uh, <laughs> I can relate to being obsessed with a TV show. The second episode of The X-Files, Deep Throat, further explored the aliens on Earth stories, with the military using alien technology to build some great big flying tortilla chips. It made the test pilots crazy, but it was kind of funny that how that one wife was so pleased with all the therapy her husband got, and just shrugged it off as stress. Seth Green as a stoner dude was awesome, and I loved that Scully went totally badass on that guy posing as a journalist. And we actually got a good look at one of the mystery aircrafts before Mulder was kidnapped and his memory erased with some magical eye drops. Well, despite the 90s clothes and hair and occasional ridiculousness, I continue to enjoy this show a lot. Mulder and Scully's got some 
amazing chemistry, and the music and the tone of the show is also very effective. I have to stop myself from just binge-watching it. Deep Throat was quite a mysterious character, but it's cool that they have someone who's apparently on their side now, considering all the destruction of evidence, cover-ups, and conspiracy stuff that's going on. He claims that the aliens have been here a long time, which I guess will get Mulder even more hyped up about his crazy theories. Hope Scully will keep things down to earth, because I need her skeptical eyes to try to sort things out. Keep up the good work, and if any of you Americans were affected by Hurricane Sandy, I hope you and your loved ones are well. Yours truly, Ina. Um, I think I was probably the closest to anything Sandy-like, and uh, I, it blew right past us. We didn't get, Vermont didn't get it, really. So A giant tree fell over here in the park we walk through every day. That's about it. Oh, yeah. Didn't even seem that windy out, but... Maybe it was just need an extra push. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. All right. So speaking of extra pushing, here's uh, Des. I don't know what that was supposed to mean. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello, my little toxins. This is Des. This is Sky. And <laughs> and we just finished watching the episode Deep Throat. Well, Sky, what did you think of that one? It was so boring. <laughs> I started playing on my phone halfway through. I didn't miss anything except for how adorable South Green is. Um, yeah, Seth Green was in this, and oh, he was adorable. Um, but yeah, this episode was a little slow. I think next week's episode's gonna be a little more interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, you think that, uh, when they kidnapped Mulder, they anally probed him? <laughs> she won't hush about it. <laughs> I think she's writing fanfiction now. I am totally writing fanfiction. Mulder totally got probed. <laughs> He was walking by. <laughs> anyway, so, um, okay, so yeah, we thought that one was a little slow, um, but hopefully next week will be a little more interesting. Um, I know, I think Robin's looking forward to that one. Um, any other thoughts? When is it going to be aliens? When are we going to have an answer? When is someone going to be like, yes, this is the answer? <laughs> like, I didn't realize this show was going to be like, and what did you think happened at the end of every episode? Yeah, that's true. We had two episodes and neither one of them were actually solved. Yeah. I thought this was going to be like CSI aliens. Don't worry. Some will be solved. Okay. Not all of them, but some will. But anyways, yeah, that's, that's our uh, two cents worth there. Uh, I'm not a child, by the way. <laughs> I am 20 years old as of Monday the 29th. Okay? So, yeah, not a child. Thank yeah. you. She heard that you said everybody should watch it with their child uh, last week, and she uh, I'm a took offense. I'm a butt woman. <laughs> anyways, okay, those are our thoughts. Um, we will uh, get back to you again next week after we watch the next episode. All right. Thank you, Des, for calling in with your child, Skylar. <laughs> if you were an adult, you'd say grown ass woman. You said grown butt woman, so I, I don't believe you. <laughs> um, why don't we do the other email from John? Do you want to read that, Brad? Sure. All right. Episode two observations. Number one, right from the opening scene, I realized either tactical units have drastically improved in the last 20 years are those guys were trained by Charlie's Angels. <laughs> they were horrible. Yeah. Number two, I forgot they introduced Darren McGavin's character this early in the series. I don't think they did. No. He, he's apparently confused. I think he's, think he's talking about uh, Deep Throat, who's not played by Jer- Darren McGavin. He's played by Jerry Harden. 
Indeed. But you, know, but you know what? I made the exact same mistake. At at the end, when he's talking to, to Mulder, I was like, oh my god, it's Darren McGavin. It's Kolchak. <laughs> <laughs> we'll skip that. Number three. Hey, there's the rallies kid. Read the link. <laughs> Just kidding. Seth Green was in the episode. Everyone loved it. All right. Number four. Chris Carter must really hate car windows. <laughs> True. He hates car windows as much as he loves numerical facts about his life. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. What the hell was that rectangular black thing that Mulder put in the face of the car stereo? Oh, that's true. That was weird. Oh, is he talking about a cassette? The what? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, John. Um... Here's another one from uh, Moira. Hello, Intro to X. This is Moira giving you some feedback for Deep Throat, and I have with me... Uh, Davis, son. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we watched it last night, and the first thing I realized was that I had to tell Davis what Deep Throat referred to, because he's only 16, and hey, Watergate really hadn't existed in his reality. So that was, that was kind of fun. So after we got that out of the way, we sat and we watched the episode. It was kind of cool. I think my coolest thing was noticing that Seth Green plays a role, who of course plays Oz on Buffy. So it was neat to see him as a young, um, pot-smoking, motorcycle-riding dude. He was great in that episode. He was. I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> it was funny. Okay, overall, Davis, what were your what were your thoughts about the episode? Okay, so I thought that this was kind of like only a so-so episode compared with what I've heard about this show. Um, there wasn't any like there wasn't any closure at all in the episode. The other ones, they don't really tell you what's going on, but they at least, you know, they solve the case sort of in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, but here it was kind of like airplanes and then we're going to run away. Yeah, and my, I agree. And, and my thought was, I don't understand why, just because you are in an aircraft that's pulling a whole lot of acceleration yeah. and G-force, okay, why do you get a rash from that? Why does that make you go Looney Tunes? I don't get it. Yeah, I, yeah. I already said this to you last y- night. Yeah. Like, you have to have something other than just, like, pulling a lot of Gs to get a rash like that. that would... Yeah, so we, we weren't buying it, were we? No. Okay. But overall, uh, to keep this fairly short, to make Robin happy, uh, overall, if you had to give the episode a rating, what would you give it? I give it 6 out of 10 unacceptably unreal aircraft. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, and I'm going to give it 6 out of 10 uh, penetrated chain link fences. Um, right. I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys thought of the episode and... Here's my teaser. Um, you know, last week we talked about um, alien abduction. This week it was UFOs. I really kind of hope the show gets away from the strictly alien. Yeah, I'm, I'm told it's not all about extraterrestrials, yeah. but so far it is. Yeah, so yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Let's hope so. Okay, so um, I look forward to hearing from you guys, and we'll talk to you very soon. Bye. Cool. Bye. Myra and Davis making his first uh, podcast appearance. So nice, awesome. This podcast is bringing families together. It really is. Yeah, and Moira will be joining us next week for the episode Squeeze. So she yep. was very excited about that. Um, okay, and our last one is from Kim, and the subject is Deep Throat. <laughs> she writes in here short and sweet, so hopefully we didn't we don't get a six-minute monologue like last time. But, hey, you know, it's her show. Here we go. Hello, intro to Xers. This is your silent partner slash host, Kimberly. Just finished watching Deep Throat. <laughs> um, yeah, weird. I'm very glad that this episode came after the first one because if this was the first pilot episode, I don't think I would be watching any more of it. <laughs> it's super campy, um, almost laughable in parts, but again, it was good times. Um, yeah, I won't go into much more gr- detail than that. Robin. Apparently my voicemail was too long last time. But anyways, 
Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoyed your first episode, guys. Keep up the good work. If we're going to uh, rate this episode, I'll give it 6 out of 10 Scullies, but 4 out of 10 Molders. He's annoying me. All right, talk to you guys later. Keep up the good work. Talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Namaste. Thanks, Kim. And uh, appreciate all the feedback. We do have something also from uh, Claire. Bit of a slow episode enlivened only by Seth Green. Mulder versus Scully. Scully goes to Scully for not being a complete tool and getting mind wiped by the MIB. I give it six paranormal bouquets out of ten. <laughs> I hope I did you justice, Claire. <laughs> should have, All right, should have well, tried the accent. I know. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not going to try. I'm not going to butcher her beautiful voice. No. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Claire. And uh, we're looking forward to talking to you next week when we just get into X ratings. Yeah, I will give it six out of ten gross, inappropriate shorts on dudes. <laughs> <laughs> It's wrong. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I didn't understand what happened the first time I watched it. I thought I was must have been like missing something really important. Then watched it again and realized I wasn't, which just made me sad. Uh, so I gave it five out of ten eye drops of doom that may give you a rash and seizures. Tammy, your explanation of that sounded really like my probably. What will probably be my explanation of the <laughs> what was your, What was the number? Was, was it six as well? This episode in Inland Empire getting really confusing. <laughs> I agree. This was a very slow episode, and I would have probably would have enjoyed it more if we were dealing with the uh, the mad uh, scabies or whatever that was that the guy had. So I'm going to give it a five out of ten landmines and junk. <laughs> yes, I agree with you all. I'm giving it a 6 out of 10 hamburger-shaped UFOs. My rating, uh, I actually like this episode quite a bit more, <laughs> of course. <Huh. laughs> um, I didn't quite agree with the comment from one of our listeners about how, you know, if this was, was it Kim said if this was the pilot, I wouldn't have tuned in for the next one. The pilot didn't have any, you know, actual UFOs flying above Mulder's head or anything, you know, or I don't know. And I, I really like the introduction of uh, Deep Throat and uh, the crazy shenanigans they get in with uh, Seth Green and uh, other girl that didn't make it famous, apparently. So um, <laughs> nobody recognizes the other girl. Jeez. So I'm giving it, uh, it's not perfect by any means, but uh, I am giving it an 8 out of 10 scooter riding stoners. Wow. <laughs> and we want to thank you guys, Matt and Mel, for joining no us. No problem. And Thanks for having us. We get the uh, we get the trophy for being the first guest, right? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's on yes. the way. I think. No one could ever take it away from us. Yeah. <laughs> that's how trophy unless, Cla- unless Claire's really good at editing and just paste somebody else over us somehow. <laughs> gonna happen <laughs> maybe you can cut this out robin before sending it to her <laughs> <laughs> um but wh- where where can we find you guys you can find us on the twin peaks podcast where we obviously talk about twin peaks and david lynch and things. now we're doing david lynch films and yeah. we're going to be talking about inland empire and make sure to tune in when that one comes out because i'm sure it'll be exciting <laughs> brad will it <laughs> um Sure it will. <laughs> Just like the movie. <laughs> Much more than the movie. I promise that. Okay. Okay. Awesome. All right. So uh, next time we'll be talking to uh, the lovely Moira uh, about Squeeze. Who wants to take a guess? I designate Tammy since Brad did the episode recap. All right. <laughs> I think that we're going to deal with some kind of government cover-up. 
And since Moira decided she wanted this episode, I think it's going to be medical based. Um, maybe with acne. Ugh, squeeze. Oh no. <laughs> no. So those are my only guesses. It's going to be some medical based government cover up. I challenge Tammy's guess. Thank God. <laughs> I think it's going to be about a spooky ghost snake. A spooky boa constrictor ghost snake. <laughs> Let's see who's right. It's a combination of both. That, 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 a ghost snake with acne? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll find out next time on Intro to X. Uh, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. 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 All of our episodes can be found on iTunes or Downcast. If you're listening, let us know at twitter.com slash intro to X. Join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash intro talks. Keep it spoiler free. If you do want to talk about spoilers, we have a group for that. That's at facebook.com slash groups slash super secret spoiler. Email us with feedback at mail at introtalks.com. Make sure the episode title is in the subject line. If you want to email me with anything spoilery, email me at super secret spoiler at intro to x.com. All of our podcasts and contact information can be found on our basement office on the internet, intro to x.com. And you can tweet me at twitter.com slash lrobinero. Also check out Redemption Cast, an intro cast I co-host about the TV series Angel. You can find that at redemptioncast.blogspot.com. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash myafire. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash tammyyip. You can also find me on i'llwatchthatmovie.com where I am a newbie going through movies from the 80s, 90s, and then we'll see what happens from there. And on a belly dance podcast called Yip Podcast. You guys can catch me on the Ramjack podcast and also on the Twin Peaks podcast. Strong, play the song 
with the foggy break. Engelkart Mozart was checking out the weather chart to see if it was safe outside. A little early birdie came by in his curly whirly and asked me if I needed a